You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. I just wanted to to say thank you guys for being here. And I have Patricia Sloan, Ms. Patricia Sloan here, joining me today on mentorships and things that make you think, wow. And it's like, I wanted my audience to know that I have a mentor and this is my mentor. And every time I talk with my mentor, who is Patricia Sloan, I leave the conversation kind of upset with myself because I didn't take notes. So today, while we have her here, I'm going to get her to share some of those things that we talk about. And this is a special episode for me because the knowledge that she drops into me helps me become a better person. And so today, I wanted our piece to be to help you. To become a better person. So, Miss Sloan, I'm gonna ask you. Miss Taylor's gone, so it's just me and you. And I want you to talk to me, just like we always talk. You know, the kitchen table talks that we have. Yes, the dangerous ones. Yes, the dangerous ones. But you know what? I appreciate them. And you know, there are so many things that you shared with me. And one of the things that I always think about is how you talk about love and how love draws in so many other emotions. Patience understanding. Um, what's another word that you would always use when you think about love? Compassion. Compassion. Respect. L- respect. And so, if you don't mind, I want to talk about love, compassion, respect, and how all of these adjectives make you who you are. Because I know you live by it every day. I try. And I will say, first of all, I'm humbled that you have asked me to be here. Let me say that. Um, Because I don't do things like this. So you've snatched me out of a comfort zone. And that's okay. After much conviction, I have to come. (laughs) But I want to tell you, let me go back to where my journey began that made me who I am today. And I would say the strongest person in my life was my mother. I ended up in a career that most men have. And my father said, you know, you shouldn't do that. You know, my mother said, you can do anything you want to do. You can do anything you want to do. And if you know you can do that job, you go after that job. I'm like, dang, my (laughs) mother said, I can do anything I want to do. And the first thing she said, Pat, you got to love for people. That's going to work for you. I said, okay. So, as a Parks and Recreation Director, which I was, and came in contact with all types of people, I learned real quick how important it was to love people. Because through that love, I found out you can change the atmosphere of a room. Wow. You can walk in, and if you're in the right place, you could turn that room upside down in a matter of seconds just by walking into the room and greeting people with a smile. and How can I make your day? And I'm used to saying, how can I serve you? What do you need today? 
you know? And I carried that on. And then when I got married and had children, I never looked at myself as a parent with children possessions. I looked at myself as a steward. And when I was 16, I found out through a hard time when my mother had a fatal heart attack. And I had to really do something I didn't want to do, which was direct acquire. And she said, you've got to do it. And I said, she said, you can do all things. You know, one church, I'm in church one Sunday and I hear, you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. And I said, that's where she got that from. And if you believe it, that's how easy it is. You've got to believe it. I believed it. And I'm telling you that my life was blessed with any and everything a young girl could imagine. Cheerleading, homecoming, United Nations representative, you name it, I was it. And now, here I am, a mother. And because I, I brag about being faith-based, because I am, God is my life. And I understood that he blessed me with a husband, a son, and a daughter. But my kids did not belong to me. I always looked at it like I've been charged to do something. They belong to God. And I wanted them to be around for a lifetime. So I had to teach them. Then I changed the quote that my mother taught me, I can do all things. I changed it for them to quitting is not an option. I love it. You know, I say that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Quitting is not an option. And through that, I taught them, you know, if you can respect me, you can't respect me if you don't respect yourself. You got to respect yourself. Love, respect. Okay. Love, respect. And then I found out that there were times when I had to show compassion. When they were going through hard times and Mom, this, that, that, mom, you know, I found out that I had to take a soft step back, which is really hard for me to do sometimes because I thought, no, I got to keep pressing, I got to keep, but then I found out that my compassion drew them in. No matter how far away they got, I could say, you can always come home. Home will always be home. And I knew that those words would make them feel safe. (coughs) So our three key words became respect, compassion, and love. I use those words today even in the workplace. When we sit down, we have team meetings every morning. And I always ask the question, what do we have for each other? They'll say, love, respect, and compassion. What is the greatest of them all? Love. Why? Why is love so important? Because if you don't love, you can't have compassion and you don't have any respect. So what do we do with that? We have to walk it, we have to talk it, and most important, we have have to to do it. it. Yes. You have to do it. You have to practice it. And that's, to me, those three things will make the world go round. You know, that's so, that's interesting that you said that because I'm always asked, how do you Keep your students. Like, why your retention is so high? Your graduation rate is high. How are you doing it? And one day, I had to literally think about it. And I was walking on a Friday when school was closed, and it was packed full of students that was up here studying and doing things on their day off. Where do you go 
on their day off and it's packed. And then I realized it was love and compassion. That's why my students were so successful because uh, my team and I, we give them love and compassion. So they gravitate to that type of positivity. And you know what, Stephanie? You know what a real leader is? A leader is not a person that's out in front. That teaches a leader to be is leaders. not a person that's in the back. A leader, a true leader, is a person of influence. You can walk in a place. Just your presence. Influence. Getting other people to do what you know is best for them. Influence. That's, that's powerful. It is powerful if you know you have the gift and you use it to build someone else up. Because see, a leader knows that you can have a room full of talent. If you don't bring that talent together, building houses, people full of talent, a leader can go to the table and not know how to do anything but stroke a pen. But if they recognize the talents, the gifts they're working with, there's unity in that. And through that unity, that leader has filled out the influence. And the job gets done from the foundation to the roof. That's powerful. So if a leader can demonstrate love, respect, compassion, then the leader has used their influence to build others. That's Let me tell you. That is powerful because I always tell my children, my daughter especially, and my son, because he's in a leadership position, I always would tell them that a leader teaches others to be leaders. You know, that, that was always my thing. I wanted to teach somebody to run their own business. I want to teach somebody to really shine in, in their own journey. That is That was very powerful. Yeah, yeah, they have to. The leader's job is to make them believe your gifts are valuable. You have worth. And if the leader can't use their influence to pull it out of them, are you really a leader? See, a leader isn't somebody that has to tell everybody, you do this, you do that, you do this, you do that. That's not a leader. That's a dictator. A leader knows you lead by influence. That's powerful. So, so now I'm going to ask you like I asked Ms. Taylor. No. Come on, Pat. Come on, Pat. Just think about it. Just think about it. Think about just a quote, a saying, not just from your mother, another one. Um, Bishop Tisdale would always say things or he'll send text messages out and I will read it over and over. I was like, what? And it's just something he said that came in his spirit that God led him to share it with me. And I know there has to be something else that you're missing that you want to share with our audience. Okay, I got this. Love, respect, and compassion. If Just think about this. If everybody we meet just exhibited at least one of those characteristics, not even all three, can you imagine what kind of world we'd be living in? Just with, If you just exhibit love. And if we just, just think about it. If we just walked around and respected each other, just, just, respected each other, or if we just walked around with compassion. This, we wouldn't have any problems, would we? Wouldn't that be interesting? 
We wouldn't be worried about a war. We wouldn't be worried about hunger lines. We wouldn't be, because we would naturally step up and do what it would take to get the job done, period. That's powerful. And, and sometimes I listen to what's going on in the news. And I'm an avid political person. And I listen to politics all the time and listen to people's views. And, and you know, and I say as I listen, oh, I need to call in there and tell them people. Even the answers to everything that they have and all the problems, I'm still going to say the answer is love, respect, and compassion. So there's no other quote you could think about? I probably could. Um, the one, like I said, most of my quotes are going to be scriptures because the greatest word is God's word. And if I had anything to say, I'd go to Matthew's. And I would tell people, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And I'm going to tell you that's a scripture that I taught my children because many times people will say, seek ye first. That just, just put him first. Okay. Just put God first. But they leave out in all of his righteousness. And they pick up and he'll add all these things unto you. So they don't know the condition is in all of his righteousness, not our self-righteousness, what's right unto him. So when they seek it, and I tell them, put him first, put him first. If you put God first, he'll line the rest of it up and everything will fall in place. And you know, that's so interesting because one of my quotes that I always, and I, and I think about it too, my grandmother used to say, if you're going to worry that's your way of connecting with the devil. But if you're going to pray, that's your way of connecting with God. So if you're going to worry, go ahead and spend your time with the devil. And if you're going to, you know, so in my mind, whenever I worry about something, I say, okay, devil, get off of me. I'm not just going to spend this time with you. And then when I know so many things have been going on with me, I lost a, um, a daughter from another mother a couple of weeks ago. And it was really, really, I, I just had the hardest time um, with her dying. And then, you know what came in my spirit? It was something when I was a young girl. And they taught, they teach us this when we're young, but it's like when we get older, we forget. It's like your spirit never dies. It's like your spirit is eternal. You, your soul is eternal. So it's like I'm over here crying for Melanie. And then I realized, I was like, I have to figure out a way to connect her, with her in her new realm. So I just sat there and I said, Melanie, I said, I hope wherever you are, you're you're smiling and, you know, so it's like there are so many things. Like That's why I wanted to do this show today. And I know we, um, Troy's giving me that look. But these are the things that I wanted to talk about today because when you get on social media, you get on TV, there's you don't see people trying to deposit all this positive stuff into us to help us to be better. And that's why Me Time with Stephanie is here because I want I want to be better. I want us all to do better. And Pat, I wanted to thank you so much. I know it was, you told me no, how many times? Four times? <laughs> Enough not to be here. But I had to show off my mentor. Thank you again for joining me with Me Time with Stephanie.